Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Well, listen, inside of each individual person here lies the answer to affect and change the world that we live in. Amen. It's realizing that together, somebody say together. Together we can make impact and we can leave a, leave a legacy as a church. But it begins with you. Somebody say me. It begins with you. Listen, church, you matter to God. Everyone here has a part in the kingdom of God. Tell your neighbor, I got a part. Come on, you, you got to claim that part, amen. You, you got to understand that you're not just coming here to, to come. We're not just coming here to be part of a church or sit in a service, amen. You are part of the kingdom of God. God created you to be part of, not just be, be listening to or, or, or be just a, uh, out there sitting down, but he includes you to be part of his kingdom. Isn't that awesome? That he wants to use you. Come on, somebody say he wants to use me. Come on. Listen, if you, say me, if you can change your mind, you can change your world. How many believe that? If you can change the way you think, you can change your world. You can change your perspective. You can change, I mean, everything changes in your life by the way you think. So you change your mind, you'll change your world. So today I want to look at the mind. Amen. Amen. The mind was created by God. It's perhaps perhaps the most amazing part of all creation. I realize that there's a lot of great creations out there. Amen. Sometimes we can look around and think, wow. I mean, computers, cell phones, cars today, Google, Alexa, come on, uh, apps that you can get, amen. I mean, I work in uh, uh, selling appliances uh, and TVs, amen. And the appliances, I can have my phone here, it can beat me that my dryer's already stopped. I can turn on my oven for my phone and start cooking my, and getting a preheat on my oven to cook a meal. Come on, it's amazing what's out there today, amen. I can get the app. And if I can't fix it, it gives me a code and I can try to fix it here through the phone. It tells me what to do. And if it doesn't work, I can hit that one button and it sends a service call and it tells the technician exactly what my machine needs to get service. So when they come out, it takes one call to fix your machine. Isn't that amazing? Hey Amen. You can, some of you guys, you can walk in your house, say, Alexa, turn on the TV. And it turns on. Turn on the lights. I mean, it's amazing with... The computers and creation that is out there. I mean, technology, technology today. I mean, even through this microphone, amen. It's pretty amazing. Come on. But the real wall factor is the mind. Come on. The mind that thought of all that. Come on. The mind is the central control unit of the body. It is connected. It connects in, a connection between the soul and spirit in the world that you and I live in. The Bible speaks about the mind being a separate, distinct entity. Amen. An entity is something that exists as independent or self-contained unit. 
Matthew chapter 22, 37 says this. This is Jesus speaking. It says, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your, all your mind. Amen. Proving that the mind is a distinct and self-contained entity within us, church. A, a mind that ought to love God. Come on, somebody. Now, although there are many components that help the mind, the mind function, decision demands of it. The most powerful thing that mind can produce is a thought. Amen? Which can be an idea, a plan, a perspective of how you view things. In your life, somebody say, in my life. In your life, your mind has either helped you or it's hurt you. Come on, you ever made a decision, amen, and it was like not the right decision? <laughs> Come on, we, 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 it's, it's, it's the thought, amen, it's, it's, it's based on a decision, so our mind is either has helped us at times or it has not helped us at times. Proverbs 23, verse 7 says this, For as he thinks within himself, so he is. Proverbs 4.23 says this, Be careful how you think. Your life is shaped by your thoughts. Talking about the mind. In other words, listen, as a person thinks of themselves, so they are. Amen? You may think, uh, uh, the way you think of yourself is who you're becoming. Come on. So we need to change, listen, the way we think. Come on, you change your mind, you change your world. Amen. Another translation brings that same scripture, but with a different way of looking at it. I'm going to give you a little nugget here, okay? Proverbs 23, verse 7, and the New Living Translation puts it like this. It's like a person taking you to lunch. You ever been invited to lunch? And the person goes, you know what? Whatever you want, go ahead. It's, it's on what? It's on me. Go for it. Whatever you want. Don't worry about price. Don't worry about nothing. Go ahead and eat it. But as, start, as soon as you start ordering it, they start adding things in their mind. Oh, man, what? Oh, man, this? Oh, my God. <laughs> right? Some people, it's not a problem, but some people, they, they, they really don't mean what they're saying. Come on. Come on. The thought here in the New Living Translation is that a person is saying one thing out of their mouth, but their heart is in a way different place. Come on, somebody. And then there are some people that speak from that heart. And that's just a different message, amen. So I'm not going to get into that today, amen. Praise the Lord. Don't even look at them right now. (laughs) I'm just playing. At the end of Luke chapter 6, 45, it says this, What you say flows from what's in your heart. The things you say really come from the heart, church. Come on. Listen, in helping us change the way we think, we have to ask God to help us change our hearts. God, my my heart, it needs some changing. God, my heart is... Is wicked. Even Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9 says this The human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. 
Who really knows how bad it is? Come on. I mean, come on, guys. We can be pretty mean. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, we, there's, there are some things within our hearts, amen, and, and, and we speak from that heart at times. We don't think it. It just comes here and it just comes out of here, amen. And so it's within our hearts, amen. There's, there's, there's all kinds of envy. There's jealousy. There's all this that flows from our hearts. Like I said, it's the sinful nature that's inside of us, amen. And listen, if you struggle with the lies spoken in your mind from things like, I'm nothing, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I, I can't sing good. I, I can't talk right, amen. If I only had what they had, I'm not smart enough, amen. I'm not this and I'm not that. I'm here to let you know today, church. I'm here to let you know that you are good enough. Come on. You have what it takes, amen. And you are worth something, amen. Ask God to change your heart and it will change your mind and it will change what you think about yourself. Come on, when we came into this church, or you came into the church wherever you went, amen, when you gave your life to Jesus, amen, we came in, man, God, I'm not even good enough to be saved. God, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a wretched man. That's why Peter even said when he got into the presence of God, you know what, get away from me, I'm a, I'm a wretched man. Come on, when we get into the presence of God, we reveal the sin that's inside of us. Come on, God, I'm not that good, amen. God, I, I don't know, you know what you see in me and how you still want me, amen. Uh, sometimes we put our, our, ourselves down and God says, you know what, I'm going to do something in your life. Because you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Come on, somebody. Come on. You are an overcomer. You are good. Amen. You, you are. You got to say that to yourself. I, I'm smart enough. I'm good enough. I'm pretty enough. And you know what? People like me. <laughs> Come on. Don't, don't go going around like you. I, I can never do nothing. I, I, I can't fit in. Yes, you fit in. Come on. You're a sinner. You fit in. Hallelujah. We all qualify, church. Come on, we're not that good, amen. Come on. We already, I already showed you a scripture that our heart's wicked. Come on, it's not just talking to the people of that generation, it's today. Come on, there's things within us, this sinful nature that we're battling with, amen. Like I said, that Paul says, I want to do good, but I end up doing what is wrong, what's bad. God, help me, change me. But if we're going to change the way we think, we got to change, ask God to change our hearts. Come on, touch your heart and say, God, change my heart. Change my heart. What, what side is it on? You're like, what side? No, all right. It's on this side. Amen. Right, right hand over your heart. Amen. Hallelujah. It's right here. God, change. God, change my heart. Say that with me. God, change my heart. Listen, when you can understand the way that God views you, You'll understand that no past failures, listen, can define you. You don't need to have what others have, church. All you need is Jesus. Come on, somebody. That's all you need. If you got Jesus, you got everything you need. Come on. If you don't have, you don't have steak and you don't have this, give me beans and rice in Jesus Christ. Amen. I'll be all right. That's all I need. Amen. If he wants to add a little cheese on there, then I'll take it. Amen. 
No discouragement from others determine, listen, your value. Decide today, I'm going to change my mind so I can change my world. I want you to say this with me. God, change my heart. To change my mind. In order to change my world. Your mind was the greatest gift that God ever gave you. Amen. God created you. And he gave you a mind. And you got to think upon greatness. And if you do, then that's who you will become. Amen. Come on, somebody. Come on. You got to believe the word of God. When you read the word, amen, it's speaking to you. He's speaking that you're forgiven. He, can, he speaks that you're a, a, a conqueror. He speaks that you're this and that. He speaks life into you. He speaks these things. And so as you read the word, you can declare and say, you know what? I'm an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. So you've got to understand, amen, that God is with you and not against you, amen. You can tell Satan, you know what, get thee behind me, amen. you got to take a hike, amen. Devil, you're under my feet, hallelujah. you got to understand, amen, where he belongs. Take that authority because God's inside of you. Jeremiah 29, 11 says this, For I, have, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. The plans are good. Somebody say they're good. good. Not for disaster. But to give you a future and a hope. That's what God gives us. Our plans when he thought of you, when he created you, were for good things. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't create you and say, you know what, I'm going to create you to be this. Or that. No, he created you to, for good things. He had good thoughts. When we have a baby, amen, right? I got a brand new grandson, amen. I'm thinking the great things for him, amen. Come on. The world's before him, amen. God created him, amen. And God is going to use him for good things. Come on, your kids were created for good things. You were created for good things. Say, I was. Created. For good things and for hope. God has hope for us, church. If you got Jesus, like I said, you got everything that you really need. Now you just got to trust that he can do it. Got to have some faith, right? Got to have some faith. Did they tell you, you got to have some faith? Listen, you change your mind, you'll change your world. I feel that someone here today needs to change the way they're thinking. Someone here today needs to get rid of the stinking thinking, amen? And you got to say to yourself, come on, I'm going to view myself as God views me. Not as the world views me. Not as the world portrays who I am. Come on. Come on. They, 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 the world can just look at you and say, you know what? You're a thug. You're this. You're that. You're no good. You're, you know, by the color of our skin, by what we have tattooed on our arms. Amen. The, the world can judge us by the outside. That's why when he went to go look for the new king, uh, he told, uh, he told, uh, uh, was it, was it uh, Solomon? Amen. He, uh, was it Solomon? Who was it? The, the prophet. Samuel. Told the prophet Samuel. I mean, my mind goes just blank sometimes. Amen. So uh, forgive me. 
Sometimes I need some help from you. But he told Samuel, don't, don't, don't judge by the outside appearance of the man. Don't, 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 don't go look for another Saul, amen. Go look, hey, come on. Don't judge by how big he is or how strong he looks, amen. Come on, don't judge that, amen. But I look at the heart. Come on, so sometimes we may not be all there right here, church, but it's what's inside of you that counts. That's why you got to tell God, change my heart, amen. I'm a warrior. I'm a king. Come on. And then they went out. They lined them up, right? Come on. Stand up, Brother Earl. Stand up, Brother Josh. Rocky. Stand up, my Brother Gene. Come on. Come on, they went in. And he said, and here comes the prophet looking. He goes, oh, it has to be this guy. He, he looks wise. And, and the Lord told him, nope. <laughs> Go ahead and sit down. Oh, it has to be this guy, man. He, got, he, has, a, he has a beard. And he, looks, he looks like a future prophet. He said, nope. Oh, it has to be this guy. He looks, he looks like, oh, man, he looks pretty crazy. And he said, nope. And then you look at this guy and he said, oh, Looks like got some muscles underneath there, amen. That, that has to be the next king. And he said, no. And then he picks this little guy over here. Don't you have anybody else? Oh, I got a little mocoso out there in the fields picking up the sheep poop. Bring him in. Brought him in. Because there's the next king right there. That's the next king. Come on. If you know the story of David, he's a young man, teenager, amen, but he loved the Lord. Come on. He killed a bear and a lion, amen, with his bare hands because the Lord gave him the strength. He said, man, what, who, even when, when Goliath came out, he goes, who's this un, uncircumcised Philistine talking about my God? And all the other soldiers are like this. He took this little boy's courage to say, you know, who's this dude? Today, God's going to give you your head to me. See, you got to tell those things and those situations that you're facing today. You got to change the way you think and say, man, when things are coming at you, say, who are you uh, to come against my family? Who are you uh, to come against my children? Get out of here. I'm going to have your head today. Get thee behind me, Satan. You got to know the authority that you have, church. But you got to change that heart in order to change that mind. That way you can speak destiny into you. Church, come on, start standing, taking ground in the authority that God has given you. Come on, yes, we're going to go through the feelings. Yes, we're going to have emotional things, but don't let that sway you. Get in the spirit and know that God's with you, never against you. Can somebody say amen? amen. Come on, get rid of those things. Change the way you, you think. Listen, the truth is, church, if God doesn't direct your mind, then something else will. Come on. These, in this city that we live in, distraction can get you like that. This is a city of distraction. This is a city that's, a, that, 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 that's rebellious. It's a rebellious spirit that's in this city here. And if you don't watch it, it can get on you. Come on. It lures you in. It, it, it brings this get-rich scheme thing into you. The answer is here. Just lay it on number four and throw the dice or whatever it is. Come on. No. Don't, don't gamble like that. Come on, just take a step of faith and gamble with Jesus. He'll never let you down. Can somebody say amen? As a person thinks of themselves, so he is. 
See, the world we live in wants you to believe that you're not good enough. On your jobs, you're not good enough. Wherever you're at, you're not good enough. Come on, have you ever heard commercials that said, you know, are you, are you tired? Are you busy? Are you burnt out? You want more out of life? Do you need more energy? And we're listening to the commercial going, uh-huh. <laughs> you're, you're, you ever count your spouse at the, at the TV going, uh-huh, and you walk in like, who are you talking to? Come on, it, it, that commercial comes and it, and, it, and it nails you right where you're at. And then they come up with this. Well, for $199.99, I can change your world. Stop listening to the world, church, to change you. Stop looking for the world for advice. Open up your Bible. Hallelujah. Start reading the plan that God has for you. Come on, don't complain. Pray. Come on, the Bible has the best advice. Why are we going to a person, uh, your co-worker, come on, asking for advice, amen, for marriage, and they've been divorced five times. There's a problem there. He hasn't got it right yet. <laughs> come on, you can't go to the world, amen. Go to Jesus. Uh, go to someone in the church. Uh, go to someone that's going to direct you in the right path. Can somebody say Amen. Romans chapter 12, verse 2, the scripture I've been using throughout this uh, series here says, in verse 2, uh, 12, 2, it says, Don't conform any longer to the pattern of the world. Don't look at the ads. Don't look at Facebook ads. Come on, they're everywhere, church. They're trying to get you the, to, hey, this and that. For this, you can we can change your world. But it says, don't. No, no, don't conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and then you'll be able to test and approve God's will, what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Look what the New Living Translation says on that same scripture. Don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And then you will know what God, what God wants you to do. You will do, and you will know how good, how pleasing, how perfect His will really is. Come on, church. You want to know the will of God Get into the Word. Search Him. I don't know what God's will is. Well, search the Word. Search. Don't start. Stop. Stop hanging out with the world. Stop acting like the world. Stop following the customs of the world. Stop following the advice of the world. Open it to your Bible. Let God transform you by changing the way you think. And then you will know how good, how perfect His will is for your life. God has a good, pleasing, and perfect will for all of us, church. But He wants us not to conform, but to transform. Amen? Don't conform, transform. You guys didn't see that, amen? You didn't see that transformation right there, amen? You missed it. Hallelujah. But He wants us, <laughs> he wants us to be transformed people, listen, with renewed minds. Come on, living to honor and obey Him. Because, how many know that God wants the best for you? Yes, yes, he does. 
I don't know about you, but he, he wants to give me his best. Come on, he don't, don't just give me little, little leftovers. He just doesn't give me little blessings. He just doesn't give you, you know, the scrapes off his plate, amen. He says, I'm going to give you an altar. I'm going to give you the whole enchilada, amen. Come on, he wants to bless you. You got to accept that. You can't just put yourself down. No, I'm, I'm not worthy. I'm too mean. I still think wrong. You know, you're, you're, you're ripping yourself from your own blessings, church. He wants to bless you. The Bible says that he takes care of his children. Come on, he's a good God. He's a good father. He won't give you a scorpion. He won't give you this. He's going to bless you. He wants to bless you. And if you're not blessed, it's because you don't see yourself as blessed. You got to see yourself blessed and highly favored. I'm highly favored. Hallelujah. Come on. I see to myself, amen, I'm his number one. Guess what? You can say the same for you. Come on, you got to see yourself worthy of God. Come on, you got to see yourself, God. You know, without you, I'm nothing. But with you, I'm everything. Hallelujah. God, you give me everything. Amen. Amen. I don't care what. I can look at my app and there's no money in the account, but it doesn't matter because you have money in your account. Amen. You're going to take care. You're going to bless me. God is a good God. He is faithful. Can somebody say amen? amen. Come on. We got to understand his plan is perfect. Amen. And so he wants us to be transformed people. Like I said, with the renewed minds, living and honoring and obeying him. Listen, I'm going to throw, throw something out at you. The word gives us the information. The spirit gives us the revelation, which brings the transformation. You're going to have to get some word inside of you, church. And then the Spirit of God gives you the understanding of that word. And when you start to understand God's word, then the transformation starts to take place in your life. You can't be different, church. You can't think different. You can't stop that. You can't say no to sin, church. But you're going to have to change what's inside first. That spirit man is always going to be there. Right? That old woman, that old man's going to be in there. It's always going to pop out. Say something. Hit him. You know, you know. You know what's inside. Oh, yeah, hit him. You, come on. You ever felt like hitting somebody? <laughs> That's that spirit man inside. Hey, man. Come on. That, that, hey, get down. Get on. And sometimes we start talking to self. Okay, I will. <laughs> and you get into trouble. Somebody say amen. It's the truth. Amen. Come on. You got to understand because, because, and because he gave us a son, Jesus, to make, a, make this new life for you and I possible, we should joyfully give ourselves as a living sacrifice for his service. God, everything that you've done for me on that cross, God, my only thing is to offer myself as a living sacrifice to you. That is my part, God. I, what can I do? God, I want to I offer myself to you. That's how we should live by what he's already just done on the, just on the cross, church. Come on, we're going into a holy week where we're going to be reminded of what he did, how he came in that, 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 that great triumphal uh, Sunday when he walked in, uh, came into Jerusalem and, and, the, and the palm branches were going crazy as they're celebrating the, the Savior and they recognize him. But then days later, the same people that were singing Hosanna now were saying crucify him. But then three days later, he got up, amen. 
And he came back with the, the keys to hell, death, and the grave. Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a celebration of reminder, but we got to understand, only through Jesus do we have this new life possible. There is no book out there that gives you that new life. It's Jesus. If the book doesn't speak about Jesus, it's, it's, it's not speaking. It's just speaking you good things. But here, Jesus makes it possible. And so by making it possible, we should offer our lives to him as a living sacrifice. Listen, by changing the way we think, church, God transforms us into the new person. By changing the way we view the world and view ourselves. Some of you guys really put yourself really low. It's the truth. And you got to look at yourself better than that. Because you're a, you're a son and you're a daughter of the Most High God. You've got to look at yourself that I, I'm different. God loves you. I said God loves you. Yeah. You've got to know that, church. Yeah. See, the difficult one is the way that we think and view ourselves. Because the enemy's best tactic is to devalue you. Put you low, put you like nothing. I mean, the enemy right away sometimes, I don't know if you ever walked into the, the church, even this church, amen, and right away they're talking about you. You see how that sister looked at you? Yeah, she has a problem with you. <laughs> see that group of ushers over there? Yeah, they, they look like they're laughing, having a good time, but they're laughing about you. <laughs> You rather the devil lie to you like that? Yeah. See, automatically we can just start to assume, listen, those things. And we got to understand that, you know what? This is my church. These are my brothers. These are my sisters. Amen. Yeah, we're going to have some conflicts sometimes. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, we're a family and, and brothers and sisters sometimes fight. That's okay. But we have to get it right. We fight, but we got to get it right. Amen. We fight, get it right. I guess go the other way. Amen. Sometimes we feel that we're not poor enough. We walk in and while they're established, they've been here for a while. Who am I? You know, we kind of just, you know, they're not going to use me. You know, (laughs) come on. (laughs) Sometimes we feel like that. Like, oh, you know, okay, I'll just sit right here and I won't say nothing and I'll just walk out and See, that's how you see yourself. You got to see yourself important. You got to see yourself be part of. You got to include yourself. Come on, this park thing includes all of us. Be there. It includes you. I can't go there. Go. Go have a burger. <laughs> Just tell, tell somebody Jesus loves you. That's all you got to do. Give somebody a flyer. That's all you got to do. Come on. That's all you got to do, church. Listen to me. You can do it. He gave you a mind. All you got to do is use it. You got all you need. You got the goods. Come on, somebody. You got the tools. Just use them. Change your mind, and you'll change your world. Change the way you think, church. For some of you guys, just start thinking big. Amen. Expand your your thinking by changing the way you think. 
Because whatever you hold in your mind will tend to occur in your life. Listen, if you continue to believe as you always have believed, you will continue to act like you always have acted. You will continue to get what you've always gotten. If you want different results in your life, church, then you need to change your mind and then you'll change your world. Come on, follow his ways. See through his eyes. A wise man changes his mind, but a fool stays in the same mess. A quote from somebody says this, Everyone thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of changing themselves. Einstein said this, The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, hoping for a different result. Come on, we cannot be doing the same things, church. If it's not working, if it's not changing, come on, stop doing it. Come on, we keep doing it, thinking, hoping it's going to change. Amen. Come on, if it, didn't, if it didn't work back then, it's not going to work today, and it's not going to work tomorrow. You need to change the way you think for different results. It's time to include God into the equation. Come on, get away from the worldly advice. Like I said, get away from all the what the world offers, amen, and get into God. Say, God, I need you in this equation. I, I need you in my marriage. I need you in my finances. I need you in these struggles in my life. I need you to break the chains that are upon me. It's time to do things different by changing the way we think, church. Think different. If you want to change your surroundings, listen. Start with yourself. I said, everybody wants to change the world, but nobody wants to change themselves. It starts with a man. It starts with a woman in the mirror. When you wake up, you got to look at you and say, you need to change. <laughs> Come on. You think you're all that. You need to change. You've got attitude. <laughs> Come on. Be real with yourself. I'm, I'm pretending this is a mirror. That's why I'm looking up. They're like, which pastor are looking at? <laughs> you got to look at yourself. You know, you need to change. you got attitude. There's something wrong about you. Start speaking to yourself. See, we want to change. The, we want the house changed. We want our children changed. Yet you're still the same person. Maybe they're like that because of, woo, well, <laughs> take a good look at yourself, as Michael Jackson said, and make a change. Starts with the man and the woman in the mirror, church. The Bible says, let God transfer you, transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Allowing God to transform you. Understand, church, this is going to be continual, growing, learning process. Come on, I wish I, I can open up these altars, that you can come to the altars, I can pray one prayer over you, and boom, change. And for today only, for $19.99, I can do that for you. <laughs> Thank you.
cheap. It's a special. It's a special today. <laughs> just, just throw your 20s up here, amen. I'll, I promise you, no. I wish I could do that. I wish that, man, if you came up here and you gave me what you're going through and said, Pastor, can you pray for me? I believe that one prayer. If I can just lay hands on you and you can change, that'd be awesome. But how many know that doesn't happen? Come on, we live in a broken world. We're surrounded by the brokenness. We're surrounded by evil. Evil is still inside of us. There's the battle that we, we have to do, and so it's going to be a process. Come on, you don't just stop doing things. You've got to make a process to stop doing that. Now, I'm not talking that there are not miracles. I'm not talking that God doesn't do some miracle in your life, amen, and sets you free. But guess what? When he sets you free from one thing, there's something else that he has to work on. Amen? There are other things inside our lives that he has to work on. For me, I got delivered what now going to be 30 years ago, amen, deliver me from alcohol, I accepted Jesus Christ, alcohol, that very day, that very moment, boom, gone, I never wanted alcohol again, but guess what, I need to change this thinking, thinking, I still have some attitude in me, come on, I didn't have no alcohol in me, but I had a little attitude still, I still had some things that were not good inside of me, you know, there's still lust that was still tugging at my heart. Girls passing by like, hey, you're not supposed to be doing that. Oh, I know. I'm trying to. <laughs> God had to work on me. It was, it, was, it was a process. But the alcohol made it worse. So now that I got that out of the way and I put Jesus in, now he can help me to turn my head around. Now he can help me to respect my wife. Now I can start to value the, the word that's inside the word and put into my life now. These are things that I can change. It was, it was a process. And guess what? I'm still in a process. Guess what? You're still in the process. Amen. We will be in a process till Jesus comes back. Come on. We'll never be perfect. I said, Paul says, you know what? I haven't arrived yet. I don't got it all together. But one thing I do, amen, I keep my eye on the prize and I go forward in Christ Jesus. Amen. Come on. If you mess up, if you mess up, get up. That's all you got to do. We're not perfect, but we have to strive for, 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 for perfection. For perfection. <laughs> I need some water. We got to strive. We got to keep going forward, church. And then we got to repent. When we do something wrong, God, forgive me. I should not have that thought. I should not have done this. I should not have done that. God, can you forgive me? But be real. It can't be just something that's hearsed and then you go do it. There's no remorse. There's no change. You, you got to repent. We got to get right. I, I strive to be better every day, church. You have to strive to be better every day. It's a continuous process. And, and the more and more we do the things that we need to do, the more and more we become like Jesus. Right? That's, what, that's the goal. That's the goal here on earth is to be like Christ. Amen. Amen. And then one day we will be with Christ. Now, now, now we're just we're just going to be worshipers that just love him and, 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 you know, go see the what he's prepared for us. Amen. The celebration that will be up there. Amen. And then what a great day that's going to be. Right. When you get to see your savior face to face. Come on. We heard I heard about you, but now I see you. Come on, somebody. And even though I haven't seen him, guess what? I believe. <laughs> I believe. Hallelujah. So it's a process, church. Come on, it's a process. That's why we still have altar calls. For churches that don't have altars, there's something wrong there. Come on, it, it, there has to be a place to come and hit the altar. 
It's not to put anybody on blast. It's not to do, God, I need some change. I'm still messed up. God, I, I need to come to the altar. I need to come right here. I know that you're everywhere, but at the altar, there's something there. When I take a step of faith and I hit the altar, God, you're going to do something. And maybe, maybe that, that, that one time I'll have an encounter and that will fall off of me. I'll, ne- I'll be a different man. My mind change will be different. Something will happen, amen. Something will just be, you'll get delivered, amen. So, there are still miracles today, church. You've got to just believe in them. Come on, he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever, church. Come on, the God of the miracles of the party in the Red Sea can part Red Seas in your life today. If you only believe. Church, just believe, church. That's why the altars are still packed. The process, listen, starts on your knees. You want change? Get on your knees. Get on your knees and say, God, you humble yourself. And in this this place of humility here, church, then you start to see who you really are. God, oh man, I'm a wretched man. God. We're like Peter, I don't even deserve to be in your presence. Because when we're in the presence of God, we really see who we really are, church. And you start to see inside. That's why David says, come on, search my heart, oh God. Find anything that's wrong, anything that's deceitful in me, and, and put me on the path of everlasting. See, when you get into that place and position with God, then he starts to show you you, and now you can fix you. Amen? And then as he fixes your heart and changes your heart, then he changes the way you think. And now you can start to speak positive things to yourself and to those around you. Can somebody say Amen. The mind is a powerful gift from God. But how many know that mind can be stubborn as well? <laughs> Come on, somebody. You know why? Because we have routines and habits that are really hard to break. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Come on, like getting up on a Sunday morning, this, this broke your routine. If you were in the world, amen, you were sleeping off your hangover. Yes, now you get saved and like, I don't <laughs> We're supposed to have a hangover. What's wrong, what's wrong with you? Right? Or whatever it is, whatever your routine is, it breaks the routine, amen. So the mind is very stubborn, amen. The mind likes repetition. It's easy to fall into autopilot, meaning that we automatically do things the same way without even thinking. You ever just get up and you're just doing the same thing? Coffee, boom, boom, restroom. (laughs) Or whatever it is, amen. Don't take the coffee in the restroom. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me erase that from your mind. Let me erase that from your mind. I put something in your mind, amen. That's not good. But the mind, the mind likes repetition, amen. It does automatically. Why do we do this? Because thinking requires work. When we're an autopilot, we don't have to work at it. We don't have to think about it. We just simply do. Come on, somebody say amen. So we must challenge ourselves and de- develop our minds by using them to their full potential. Because the truth is, we, if we fail to develop our minds, we will live an empty life. God intended for our minds to be used for full potential, church, to be creative, develop, amen, new ideas for your life, growing, learning, and becoming what God wanted you to be. It's time to go to the next level, church. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to the next level. Come on, don't settle. Listen, 
Don't settle on making goals. Settle on, on hitting them. Anybody can make a goal. Let's hit them. Let's hit them in 2024, church. Come on, if you say you're going to do this, stop that, do whatever, don't let it just be a goal. Hit it. And then move to the next level. Let's keep going higher and higher with Jesus. Come on, somebody. Higher, not lower and lower. Come on, higher and higher, church. If we stumble, stop. You don't have to keep going down. Repent, get right up, go, keep on going up. Keep going up, church. Let's go to the next level, but the next level is going to require you changing the way you think. Changing the way you think, amen, and viewing the things that you view, how you view things. Listen, church, if you want to become the person that's always, always hope to be, then start doing it by changing, uh, not, not by changing your action, let God change your mind. We think that if we can just stop the action, then it's going to, we're going to have victory. All it does is for a little while. If you say, I'm going to get up in the morning and pray, and you just make yourself get up and pray, guess what? You're, you're just trying to go into action. You've got to change the way you think. God, i got to get up in the morning. God, I want to get up in the morning. God, I want to pray in the morning. God, I want to read. And let your mind take over. Then let your mind direct your actions. Not your actions direct your mind. It'll never happen. You understand what I'm saying, church? If you want to be on the next level, then change the way you think. Come on, it's not just, it's, it's not as good as it gets, church. To me, I can just say, you know what, I'm good. Me and my wife are good. The church is good. I like what I do. I can't be content in this. I've got to want more. I can't settle for this because God has so much more for us. Can't settle for just, you know what, not doing that or not stop doing this or uh, not doing that no more. No, what's the next level? I, I want to go to the next level, God, because you got so much for me. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Come on, it should get better and better. Or, or, as my saying is, get gooder and gooder. Hallelujah. Come on. But in order to develop our minds, church, we have to expand our thinking. And when you do that, you return to enjoying life. Come on, if you're always worried and all this and all that, that's all in your mind, and so you stop living. And all you're doing is worrying now. And all you're going to do, how I do this, how I do that, you know what? Man, you know what? Just I'm going to expand my thinking. God's going to do something different in my life this year. God, it's more for 24, amen. I'm going to do, I'm going to do, I'm going to do. And now you say, God, I'm going to give that to you, amen. You're going to make it work. I'm going to enjoy life. I'm going to enjoy my family because life passes by so quickly, church. And then you're, you're, you have no time with your family. You have no time to enjoy life. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. So as we develop our minds, we must also develop the knowledge of God. The God's word inside of us, church. First Peter 1.3 says this, His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Come on, through the, our knowledge of Him is what makes life good, church. God's Word brings life. It does not bring death, amen. And when you start to enjoy Him and know Him, come on, and His goodness and, his, and what He has for us, and then, then all of a sudden, man, you start to live life the way life is supposed to be. But it also takes our mind to gain knowledge. So it's not just, you know what, 
I'll make it till next Sunday, man. And we live a week and we're not even opening the word. We're not praying. All of a sudden we make it back Sunday and you're all tore up again. And all of a sudden, oh, you get filled again like, ha, ah! ha. And then you go back out and then you, you've got to keep increasing. So not only here that you receive, and yeah, it's good to just come and receive some knowledge or revelation from a man or woman that God is uh, using them, amen, and you get it, and yeah, that's good for me, but you got to pick it up for yourself. That means you get on your knees tomorrow morning. That means you open your word tomorrow morning, and you get the more of the word inside of him, to, to know him, and know the knowledge, and when you start to do that, then you start to gain and really live life. Can somebody say amen? Yes. So the question really is, how much do we really know about the Bible? Have we stopped gaining knowledge at a certain point in our lives? Come on. Listen, it's not good just to know him, you know, know about him, but to, to really know him. You got to know him, church. You got to know the author of the book. We can get knowledge, but if you don't know, you don't know him personally, then there's something missing. The Bible is not given to increase our knowledge, but to change our lives and to change the way we think. The power to live godly lives comes from God, church. And because we don't have the resources to be truly godly on our own, we don't. We need God. We need his word. Come on, somebody. God allows us to share his divine nature, amen, in order to keep us from sinning, amen, and helps us to live for him. God, by spirit, empowers us within his, with his own goodness that lives inside of us, church. You see, along the way, some Christians forget to develop their minds and knowledge of God's word. You see, people can tell you what's going on on Netflix series. Did you hear what happened with young Shelton? Or whatever, whatever you're into, amen. Come on, but how's your knowledge about Matthew, Mark, Luke? John come on where's the knowledge in the word church Jay Leno years ago the late the Jay Leno show have you guys ever seen that or know of him amen he was doing interviews on the streets he would have a part in this in the, in the in his show that he would go out and start asking questions to those on the street and he asked this young man passing by according to the Bible who was swallowed by the whale and this young man answered with that with confidence Pinocchio. <laughs> See, we laugh. We laugh at this, but this really says something about our culture. The knowledge is stopped. We're, the, the, the parents are not passing it down to their kids. Something has happened, church. And for a generation, for some parents, and I'm not saying you, but for some parents, they have let go of that generation to fully figure it out on themselves. And those are the end results of our kids today. They don't know Jesus. They don't know the word. We have failed, church. And we need to go back to educating our children with the word of God. Until they're old, then you release them. And they figure out life, but hopefully the word that you have told, told them that they know will finally make a choice on their own. Because it's free will. they got to make their own choice, right? But if you have enough word inside of them, church, then you're going to have to trust God. Just like the prodigal son, right? He released his son, gave him the state, said go for it. 
this is what you want, go ahead. But it was the word in his dad, what he put into that young man, that the seed finally grew, and he came back home. The, the word of God says that he came to his senses. Boom, what am I doing here when I had everything back home? And then he goes back to where he comes from, church. So don't, 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 don't ever fear what you give them. It's not going inside of them. It's in them. They just got to make a choice for it. Can somebody say amen? Come on. We can't stop increasing our knowledge of God, church. Here's the point I'm trying to make because I'm closing up here. If you discipline your mind to know God and his word, then you will experience God in a new level, in a new meaning. Come on. You'll be able to see God in his views. And you'll be able to understand the Bible on new levels. Come on. It all depends how hungry you are for a move of God in your life. Are you hungry? Come on. If you're hungry, then it, it shows what you're doing with it. It shows what you want. If you, it depends how hungry you are for a move of God in your life. Listen, church, the absence of knowledge is doubt, which leads to worry and will lead to an old mentality, the way you used to think before. First, uh, James chapter 1, 6 through 8 says this, But when he asks, he must believe and not doubt, because he who doubts is like a wave of a sea blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not think that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is double-minded, unstable in all he does. Come on. Let's believe God, church, and don't doubt. But if you have more of the word inside of you, that doubt is unlikely to creep back in, church, because you have the word to defend it with. But if you're just waiting from Sunday to Sunday or Wednesday to Wednesday to get that word inside of you, then you're going to have a rough time on Tuesday. You're going to have a rough time on Monday, Thursday, or every time we don't meet, church. That's why you got to get it inside of you. And the more you have inside of you, the more it comes up, the more that you're reminded, hey, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Get thee behind me, Satan. I have authority over you. I'm a son. I'm a king. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a son of a, the king. I'm a daughter of, a, of the king. I mean, I, I have authority. No, I'm not going to think that way. I'm not going to say that no more. I'm going to do something different. God, help me. Holy Spirit, help me here. I'm about to lose it. And I'm about to beat this guy down. <laughs> help me out here. She's acting up again. She's acting up again. God, help me. He's acting up again. Oh, ladies, I pray for you all the time. Hallelujah. We're knuckleheads. Amen. Help us all. Can somebody say amen? Come on, help us all. Come on, we all stand up. Amen. Hallelujah.